word of life and the word that comes this morning the word will do us good in jesus name Amen. 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 And taking the word this morning, we have once again uh, Miss Reverend Femi Williams, all the way from Kaduna, Nigeria. Good morning, sir. God bless you, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, brethren. Good morning, Reverend. Oh, Kuntashi Lafiako. Inakwana. Lafiako. God bless all of you in Jesus' name. Amen. What a wonderful day. Uh, it's been raining and raining and raining, you know, here. Uh, we, we thank God. I pray that this same outpouring this morning, it, it will also replicate it in the realm of the Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, this morning, by the grace of God, we be looking at um, the topic that I titled uh, "Help from Above." I had it was very, very strong in my heart since last week. You know, uh, when I was thinking about today, uh, I asked the Lord, "What would the Lord want me to share today?" and it was strongly laid in my heart that um, we need help. So somebody under this forum this morning that really need help from above. That help has to come from God. It's beyond what man can do. But um, there is nothing impossible with God. There is nothing difficult for God. There is nothing hard for God. The Bible says, is there anything hard for me? The Bible says, I am the God of all flesh. Is anything impossible unto me? Like that song as we used to sing. Our Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. Our Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy outstretched Nothing is too difficult for you. Nothing is too difficult for you. Great and mighty God. Great in counsel, mighty in this. Nothing, nothing. Absolutely nothing is too difficult for you. You know, several times in our lives, we look at, we've come across situations, we've come across um, issues, and issues that we look at and feel that, hey, let's just leave this alone. This is untouchable. Uh, some areas, we even call it no-go area. No-go area means hey, this one is, is beyond um, is beyond what man can do. Uh, but this morning, uh, we will look into some cases and look at how difficult they, they were, look at how God made them easy. You know, sometimes the, the more difficult our situation is, this the 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 the, 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 the easier 
it is, you know, for God just to do it in very simple ways. Sometimes even when these things are done, we are even hardly known that ah, it's been so. We, say, we, we look at ourselves, you know, can it be so easy? Can uh, this difficult situation, you know? And that's the way of God. This morning, we fell for look at Abraham, look at the assignment, you know, that God gave Abraham in the book of Genesis. We look at Genesis chapter 22. Now we start reading from verse 1, Genesis 22. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Behold, here I, I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest. Is not Ismail, who go and take Isaac, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and saddled his ass, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. Wonderful. Uh, let me just digress a bit. There's something that just touched my heart as I was reading. God spoke to Abraham in the night, and Abraham did not allow the matter to, you know, to, to cool off. As soon as God was speaking, the man was rising. I pray for every one of us that we'll be so obedient, we'll be so prompt, we'll be so quick, we'll be so intentional about the will of God, about the purpose of God in our lives. Abraham just had it, he was spoken to in the night, and before daybreak, the man was up. He was up. I'm sure the wife, well, he did not even discuss with the wife. He just woke up from his sleep, look at his time. Oh, it's 4 a.m. already, okay. Uh, Isaac, okay, wake up, follow me. That's a, that's a journey. Uh, the wife must have been saying, uh, you didn't discuss about this journey. Uh, we went to bed, we all went to bed last night. They say, ah, well, it's urgent. Um, there's no, no problem. When I come back, I'll come and explain details to you. Just God is sending me on an errand, and I want the boy to follow me. Isaac, I mean, the, the, the response of Abraham really touched my heart this morning. Oh, I wish that's the area I'm going, but that's not the area I'm going. But I just want to let us know that um, the way we respond to God matters. Exactly in these in days that we are in, so many uh, hearts, so many people, their heart towards God has gone cold. So many people, they cannot just say it, you know, directly. But if they are, if, if they are asked to really express, if the expression in their heart is anything to go by, if you can read some people's hearts, they will tell you they have something against God. Their heart will be telling you, ah, this one have something against God. But Abraham didn't have anything against God. He just rose up, just woke up, and he, you know, off he went with Isaac. And as they continued their journey, um, they kept on going. They had to fetch some firewood on the road, you know, cut firewood here and there, and um, you know, put it on the uh, you know on the servant said because they also went with the servant, the, the Isaac, uh, Abraham's servant, one of Abraham's servants, and then the three of them they left, 
it got to a point uh, that Abraham said, okay, uh, I said, take this firewood from, from this guy. And uh, you, okay, you, you guy, wait here. You know, the servant, me and the boy, we will go yonder and we shall return back to you. Now God said, you know, God, God asked Abraham, you know, to go and sacrifice Isaac. Why was Abraham telling the, the servant that he would return with the, with the boy? Was it that um, he so much believed in God? Was it that, you know, was it trying to deceive the boy? You know, you, 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 you go this side, you go that side. But I believe Abraham was speaking in faith. Abraham was speaking by faith. Well, because, you know, God has said so many things, you know, concerning his son, Abraham's son. In thy seeds are all the families of the earth be blessed. God had there's so much blessing waiting for, I mean, that, that have been pronounced waiting for Isaac to manifest. So Abraham believed everything. He believed that God was just testing him and proving him and he was not going to fail. He believed, he trusted in God. I even if I kill this child, God is capable, you know, of waking this child up. Abraham had complete trust, complete rest. No, not, not, the, the, not Isaac not the servant, none of them could suspect that something was about to happen. None of them. In fact, as they went yonder, after the, the servant had um, stepped step off, the, the son asked the father, he said, Father, I see wood here, I see knife, I see matches, but where is the lamb for the sacrifice? And Abraham said, well, the Lord will provide himself a lamb for the sacrifice, and God had it, and God had it, and God had it. Many confession of our faith, God hears. That's why, brethren, I want to encourage us this morning, we should always speak what God will be happy with. We should always speak what God will be happy with. What if, if it was you and me in that position, what will I have said? What will you have said? Well, I'm saying, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what is happening. In fact, uh, in Nigeria here, you, when you listen to brethren speak these days, you just know that people are so hopeless. People don't believe in the country. People don't, they, they hardly believe any good. They say this country, this country has sent our one chance. Uh, some people will tell you that Nigeria, where, that, where do we go from here? Where is the hope? You know, so I say, brother, why are we talking like this? Why are we talking as if um, there is no, is it, ah, that, where is the hope? Where is the hope? I don't think any good thing can come out of this country. You know, and so many things like that. And Abraham looked and said, he looked up to heaven. He said, heaven will provide. Now, if, if heaven will provide, is it, such, is it in such a place? Now they got into the thick forest, and they, he, he, Abraham said, "God will provide Himself a ram. Where is the ram going to come from? Because, because they were not they were not close to any village. They were not close to any settlement. They were very far away from where people live. So, is where is the goat or the ram that was going to stray away and you know come as far as to Mount Moriah? What would the what would the goat be doing around that place? You know." But Abraham believed that this is God's business. God is involved. And he's still talking to all of us that have assignments, that have calling, we have things that 
you know, God has called us to do. I want us to know that no matter how your call is, God said something to me three days before our ministry will begin. That's over 30 years ago. God said something to me. God said to me, say, son, I hold the answer no matter how simple the question is. I said, Lord, are you saying no matter how simple or no matter how hard? He said, I hold the answer no matter how simple the question is. Oftentimes, we, we categorize the situations, you know, this one is easy, this one is difficult, this one is impossible, you know. But as far as God is concerned, uh, God does not categorize uh, situations or conditions because with God, all cases or situations are simple. Some of us feel it is easier to pray for a headache to be healed than to raise the dead or than to cleanse lepers or open the blind eyes and all and things like that. But with God, it, 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 there's, there's no difference between uh, with God either to, either to raise the dead or to heal the sick. God can allow the sick to die and raise him. God can stop the sick from dying and heal the, the sick. As far as God is concerned, it doesn't make too much difference with him. Now Abraham was on this journey, was on this assignment. Go and lay, and then Abraham go there, and then he, he asked the child to lie down. The child lie down, you know. Uh, the child trusted in the father. The father trusted in God. Praise the name of the Lord. There seems to be so much trust here. You know, the son trusted in the father. Then the father was tying the son. I'm sure the, the, the son was strong enough. Abraham was over 100 and, you know, 50 years old, you know, when, when this incident took place. And then, you know, a, a man of over 150 years old, tying a teenager of about 17, 18 years old. I'm sure you know that that one, you know, if he wants to escape, he can escape. If he wants to push the father, he can push the father. But the boy just surrendered, just submitted himself to the father, trusting the father, knowing that ah, ah, my father loves me so much, my father will not kill me. You know, the son trusted in Abraham. Abraham trusted in God. It's a chain of trust. It's a chain of confidence that heaven will intervene. The son believed that heaven will intervene. This knife will not cut my neck. No, 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 no. God, God will send help. Father Abraham have said, God was going to provide himself a ram. And my father have never said anything that God did not do. So the, the boy too had a trust in God. He had a confidence in God. So he was calm. He was calm. How, how calm are we in our assignment, in our duties? Some of us, you know, the Bible said, don't be anxious for anything. But many of us, anxiety have gotten the better of us. To the point that even Christians today were having blood pressure, were having all, all kind of pressures because, you know, it, it, uh, 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 we are not trusting enough as, you know, we're supposed to trust. We do not depend on God enough as we're supposed to depend on God. Look at, look at um, Isaac, complete rest, complete rest. He didn't struggle until the father put him on, the, on that wood. The boy still did not struggle. He was looking up to heaven. Thank God the way the time is his face, face to heaven, you know. <laughs> and the Bible said they look unto him and they were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. He was looking straight to heaven. He said, I know there will be intervention here. I know heaven is going to do something. The boy was still calm. 
even on that altar, he was not struggling. He was not, I mean, even he was struggling. The, the father we could, we wouldn't have been able to hold him down, but the, or the wood, the altar will have scattered. But he was calm there. How, how often we feel so threatened. We feel so threatened by what doctor says. We feel so threatened by what our landlord says. We feel so threatened by what our bank says because of our mortgage or because of one loan or the other. We feel so threatened by, by you know, uh, communicable diseases. Yeah, COVID was killing and thank God there's no more COVID. You know, what are the things that are threatening your life? What are the things that are disturbing your mind? What are the things that are agitating your heart so much that you feel, wow, shame is coming. Wow, why is God looking? Why is God not doing something? Oh, God is the God of emergency. <laughs> He's the God that he can never, you know, can never uh, be stranded. God is the God that can never be confused. It doesn't matter how terrible the situation is. is God is, the Bible says he makes all things beautiful. God makes all things beautiful in his time. God makes all things beautiful in his time. And it made Abraham remove the, the knife from the shelf. He just brought out the knife. And God said, true, true. This Abraham, believe in me. True, true. This Isaac also believe in the father. Wow, what a trust. The God, the God who is faithful. The God who is faithful you know, spoke and told Abraham, Abraham, he said, yes. He said, okay, hold your knife. Don't cut the boy. There is, there is a ram for you to cut. Where did the ram come from? God had provided. God have had the prayer of his servant because his servant was out to do the bidding of the Lord. His servant was out to to carry out God's assignment. I speak to you pastors. I speak to you deacons and deaconesses. I speak to you church workers this morning. As you carry out God's assignment, God is not oblivious of all that you are doing. God is, God is, God is, God is not, you know, he's not um, unaware of the obedience, unaware of the assignment that he has put into your hand. That church, God is aware of what to do and how to go about it. God is in the position to, 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 to help you out. There is no assignment that God gives a man that on that on uh, that the man is sufficiently low or the man has what it takes to be able to fulfill that assignment. No, no. Each time God gives us assignment, God is by our side. He's always by our side. He's always with us to make sure that, hey, this assignment is carried out. But sometimes it looks like, wow, how, 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 in this forest, in this, in this thick mountain, I mean, where is, where are we going to find provision? Well, the boy still believed. He trusted in the father and Abraham trusted in God. And God provided the ram. The expectations of the righteous, the Bible says, shall not be defeated. The expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. I want to tell somebody this morning, by the word of the Lord, that your expectation shall not be cut off. Let your expectation concerning God be positive. That God was going to, God is going to do the need for your life. God is going to come in at that time that you need it, that he ought to come in. One thing that is the situation or the problem with man, you know, is 
time, time. We, we, you know, we don't because we don't know that time. We don't know the hour. We, 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 we feel jittering. We feel threatened. We feel shame. What's coming? Let me make the example of Saul. Saul was to, was expecting somewhere. He had no confidence. What if somewhere didn't come? The people are putting pressure on me. Oh, this church, we have to get our own place. We have to get mortgage. We have to get this done. We have to get that done. God, heaven knows what is to be done at what time. We do not need to put unnecessary undue pressure on ourselves concerning whatever God has asked us to do. Whatever God asks us to do, he gives us the grace. He gives us the enablement. And at the right time, God, sometimes God put our patience into test. Do, are we patient enough? The scriptures even say that they that believe will not make a haste. Most of, most of us, we, 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 I mean, we look at what others are doing. I say, ah, why they have, my, my mates have left me behind. You know, I, no, no, you are not competing with anyone. Whatever assignment God asks you to do, just 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 trust God. Just focus on the fact that hey, at every time, that every junction, at every bus stop, that I need help, help will come for me. At every junction that I need an angel, an angel will speak. At every junction that I need a voice from God, God is going to speak. God is not going to keep from you what will be beneficial to you concerning the assignment. The assignment of Abraham was very difficult. Even, but even to obey, even to carry out the assignment alone was something else. Now he got to the place of assignment. It was a deep place. It was an isolated from places of settlement. But God still fulfilled his word. And God said to Abraham, look at that ram up to today. Nobody can say where the ram came from. Oh, God push it. Oh, one ram got uh, astray. Okay, Abraham must have died. He looked around, he looked around, he didn't see anything. At what point did the ram appear in that place? At what? Just at the right time, I want to say, at the right time that Abraham needed that ram, that was the God opened his eyes to it. The ram must have been there before he even came there. But his eyes were not open to it. I want to trust God and I want to believe God and I want to call us for our assignment, for our various duty that God had already kept everything. The money, the people, the place, everything that we been required or needed to, for us to fulfill our assignment. They've been kept before we were called. They, they make that before we are called. Before a man called an engineer to come and build this house. Give a, the, the house has already been built and finished by the architect. God, God here is the architect. The architect, the house is still a bush. You know, but architect have painted the rooms. Have, they have done the fencing, you know, the landscaping, everything. Have put the bed, put the furnitures, and, you know, the house is looking wow. And then the they, they, they do what we call a model. You put the model, you can put it on the table or one corner in your house and be looking at it. Everybody will be saying, wow, what a beautiful house. They will put cars, they put car park and, and everything is looking beautiful. But, but that land is still a bush. 
But as far as it's concerned, the architect had finished it. The architect had painted the house. The, the, the surveyor may not have even surveyed the land and all that, but the, the architect had finished. Everything had been complete. So I want to believe, I want you to trust God that everything for your ministry, everything, you know, that pertains to your life and godliness is being finished. That same day that Jesus said it is finished, everything that you have to carry out on the assignment, everything is being finished, being concluded, and everything that is required to, 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 to finish it has been, you know, has been offered, is has been provided. I believe that Aaron was there before Abraham got there, but Abraham's eyes were not open to it. Oh yes, everything that pertains to life and godliness has been given to us. But our eyes must, might not have been open to it, but they are there. They are there. And by faith, by the eyes of faith, those things will begin to unfold. So I pray for everyone this morning who is a pastor, who is a deacon, who is a deaconess, who is a doctor, who has, you know, an assignment, has a foundation, he has something that God is asking you to do. I want to, no matter how difficult that thing is, I want you to believe that God who gave the assignment will not back out. God never backs out. God never, 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 never backs out. When God gives a promise, he stands by his word. God stands by his word. God stands by his word and he will never back out. Whatever assignment he has given you, God is going to strengthen you this morning. And I pray for you this morning, receive strength for your assignment. Receive, receive faith for your assignment. Receive complete confidence in God for this assignment. That this assignment in your hand, whether it be physical, whether it be spiritual, whatever it is, is a burden in your heart. It's a vision of your spirit that God has laid it on your heart. I want you to believe that you will fulfill it. God will not lay uh, a thing in your heart that you will not be able to carry. You are not going to die with your vision. You're going to fulfill your vision. And like Paul, you'll be able to look back and say, hey, I have finished my race. Every vision, every dream that, that uh, God gave uh, to Paul, Paul finished everything. Paul finished it. Jesus finished his race. It was so difficult at the point. Jesus said, wow, uh, Father, I wish that this cup would pass over me. But at the end of the day, Jesus found help. The Bible says, God sent angels and they strengthened him. And Jesus became strengthened. And the discouragement was over. And Jesus pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And he was able to pull through, through the cross. I mean, that was, that, that's, that's the greatest assignment. Going to die on the cross, going to go through pain. And Jesus was able to push through because help came for him at that point that he needed help. So I'm praying for someone this morning. Help will come for you from, from above. Help that you need. Help that is suitable. Help. That 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 is complementary will come for you in the place of your assignment in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I say that the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Briefly, let's cross to Joshua. You know, Joshua got to the wall of Jericho, and um, he felt hopeless. He felt seriously hopeless. He was stranded when he got there. Because there was no, they were moving and moving and singing and moving and singing. And they just got to that place and they became stranded. They became hopeless. How often, you know, we feel so stranded, we feel confused, 
lacking initiative. He, 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 he lacked all initiative. He didn't know what to do. He was, they were just confused. Yeah. Say, so God sent us here. This is, uh, why can't we enter? When they got to the wall <laughs> and they saw the thickness of the wall, the Bible says the thickness of that wall that um, two chariots will ride side by side. Now, the average, the, maybe the average size of a chariot is like six feet. Now, if two chariots can ride by side by side without colliding, let me see the minimum thickness, you know, of that um, of that wall cannot be less than four meters, 13 feet. Four meters, that's 13 feet. You know, because maybe one foot in between, then um, uh, you talk about two meter here, two meter here. So, at averagely, we're looking at four meters. So, those of you uh, using feet, about 13 feet thickness of a wall, built with stones and all manner of things. So, it was impenetrable. They look at it, ah, why did God send us to a place of a place we cannot penetrate? The gate was, I mean, there was there was no instrument on earth at noon then. There, was, there were no missiles, there were no <laughs> bombs, you know, to bomb the gate. They were they 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 they, they, they were not even having uh, equipment in their hand, no hammer, nothing, you know, that could break such gates. And then they go there and everybody looks stranded, everybody looked confused there was no initiative there was no suggestion anybody could bring there seems to be no solution in sight and then joshua was troubled in his heart and it was going up and down so who got to the wall between between joshua and the angel did joshua get to the wall before the angel or did the angel get to the wall before joshua i believe i believe the bible didn't specify but i believe the angel was there before Joshua, before the people of God arrived, the angel were already there waiting for them because the angel knew they were arrived, but they didn't know anybody was there. You may not see anyone in your church now. You may not see anyone in around this assignment. Sometimes we feel that we are alone, like Elijah. He said, I'm alone. God said, no, you are not alone. There are over 7,000 that have not bowed their knees to hide up. Most of the time we feel alone, but if we look around us, we know God has been there before Before we get to that place of loneliness, before we get to that place of isolation. God is there. God is there. God was there ahead of them. And Joshua looked up. Thank God he looked up. If he to say he kept on looking down, nothing will have happened. But he looked up. So this morning, I want to encourage you to look up. Look up from your discouragement. Look up from all the pains you are going through. Look up that is help. There's so much help around you. There's so much God's presence with you. Yeah, I want to tell you, you cannot be on assignment and, and be abandoned. You cannot be on assignment and God will let you alone. Remember his word says, I will never leave nor forsake you. That's what God says. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. You know, so what about some of us who live in Kaduna here? Some of some some how do we even survive all this? Many times, you know, bullet raining, bua, 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 even on the roof of our house, but we are protected, we are saved. We, we, there are times we, we leave our house, we don't come back there to sleep because of, of riot, because of this thing. We just, we just hide anywhere we are, and 
You know, maybe the next day will come out when police are out. And, I mean, that's how unimaginable how sometimes you have to be tiptoeing over dead bodies on the ground. And not, I mean, well, I can tell you some of the things that we've gone through and God has kept us and I've kept his word, you know, with us. And there's no atom of fear or anxiety. People have offered me, you know, land in Lagos, even building and say, I'm not going anywhere because this is where God has planted me and God is able to keep me. And for years now, over 30 years, God has kept us in this land and he has saved us and he, 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 he has preserved us. So God is able to keep his word. God is able to keep his promise. You know, Joshua got to that place and the angel said, hey, we are, I mean, Joshua asked, who are you here for? Are you here for us or for our enemies? And the angel said, none of the above. Just mind your business and mind my own. Listen to what ever God asks you to do and do your own. I'm here to do my work. I tell you, brethren, that I angels on my assignment. You know, every day, I know you believe in the ministry of angels, you believe in the ministry of God. God every day is a good, surely goodness and mercy. Who are these goodness and mercy? They are the angels of God. They are the angels of God. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. One day I was ministering, it was it was a power night, it was it was a VG night, and I, I just came in as I was standing. I, 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 I felt somebody touch me by my right hand, and somebody touched me by the left. I mm. felt the touch. It was it was serene. It was it was wonderful. It was heartwarming. And and they, and they announced themselves. I said, "We are here. We are here tonight. We are here." They were the angels of God. They were the angels of God. And I saw all manner of manifestation, healing, miracles, and say, "Wow, these people are here." The any time where you are there, you may not see them, but they are there. God just permitted me that day. I didn't see them, but mm -hmm. I felt I felt the touch. I felt the touch. Mm -hmm. I felt mm -hmm. the touch. And even though we could, I could not see them physically, they were there spiritually. There is someone with you, even right now where you are. The presence of God is with you. The goodness of God is with you. The mercy of God is with you. The angels of God, Bible says, surrounds the them that love him, you know, and camp around the saints and deliver them from all their troubles. No matter what you are going through, no matter the pressure that you seem to be exposed to, God will not abandon you. He saw a man and God said to him, God, you know, so I said, God will help you no matter the situation. Joshua, Joshua felt betrayed, betrayed when he saw the wall. He felt betrayed. When he saw the fence, he felt betrayed. When he saw the gate, ah, ah, God, why do you bring us <laughs> to a place that um, we are just there and we can only stay at the, at the wall, at the, the fence, and nothing seems to be happening and all that. But God did his work. God will do his work in your life. God mm -hmm. asked them. The things, what were they supposed to do to bring down this wall? They were simple instructions. Do not neglect simple instructions. Do not neglect whatever it is that God is laying on your heart. Don't think that, uh, I mean, this cannot be, I mean, this, I mean, uh, we walk around the wall, uh, the wall of uh, four meters thick, it will now collapse. How? No, don't ask God. Don't ask God questions. God knows what he's doing. God knows the method. God knows the system. God knows the approach to every matter, to every situation. 
And that's very situations that you are confronted with. God had the answer. It doesn't matter how serious, how, how terrible it is. God knows the answer. The answer may be simpler than you are thinking. God just says, they should walk around it. They should shout. What will they shout do to a wall? Eh? What will they shout do to a wall? But it was a shout, common shout, that brought down the wall. Let's 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 some sometimes maybe God has even given you solution to your problem, but you or to your challenges, and then you you, you feel that no, it's insignificant. This no, this is inconsequential. No, I cannot disagree. I no, 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 no. Everything that God said to you, no matter how simple, no matter how 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 foolish it looks like the mother of Jesus told them, say, hey, don't say it's a small boy, don't say what he's saying does not make meaning or is irrelevant. Whatever he asks you to do, do it. Brethren, could it be that God has given you a solution? Could it be that God has spoken? And you just think that, hey, no, it cannot be this. This is too simple. This is too easy. Well, that is the way of God. From now henceforth, let's begin to pay attention to the things that the Spirit of God brings into our heart, to the things that, you know, God, you know, is doing around us. Look at the case of Abraham. Just by his side. He did not needed not to travel for the ram. The ram was just there. He, his eyes could not see it. When God said, look, he saw. Look, he saw. Every time we look, every time we're hacking to the voice of God, we will see results. We will see manifestation. I want to encourage us this morning that help is on your way. Help is around you. Help is coming from above. God is going to do what he has promised. God is going to do what he says he will do. God never fails. Remember that woman, even personal issues, personal matter. That woman, that, that widow woman came to the, 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 the Lord brought the prophet this way. The widow woman ran to the prophet. You know, her sons were to be taken away as slaves. The woman had no money. The woman had nowhere to borrow. The woman had no property to sell. The woman had no relation to run to. He had nothing. There was no answer. And it was maybe like on Monday, they said, well, if by Thursday, 10 o'clock in the night, you don't bring the money, by Friday morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, we are coming to carry your children. And the time was so short. There was nowhere to run to, no land to sell, no property to sell, nothing, no mortgage anywhere. You know, no loan, you know, for, for her. But the woman trusted in God and heavens opened unto her. What she had was so insignificant. It's always like that. It always looked like, hey, this cannot do anything. This is, no, 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 no. Never, never underrate what you have. If you have two members in that church, never, never underrate what God can use those two members to accomplish. Never underrate what God can do with that little, that little, it could be all you have in your hand now is 10 euro, it could be five dollars, it could be whatever. Never underestimate, no, that never underestimate the, the, the greatness of God's power. The little oil, and the Bible says, the man of God said, Go and get vessels, and just just a drop, you know, just a little drop of like a finger drop of oil into this into these drums, and wow, they just come up. The moment the thing drops, it's filled up. It drops, it gets filled up. It looks unimaginable. It looks beyond what somebody could believe. Can I trust God this morning in your life? 
that that little drop of grace, that little drop of the word of faith in your heart this morning, it shall multiply. It shall blossom. That God will use that little drop, that little understanding that is coming your way this morning. It will, it will, it will cause a blossoming grace and abundance and open doors. I am trusting God that heaven shall open over you this morning in the name of Jesus. I'm trusting God that this morning, that which is looking so difficult, so impossible, it could be a case. It could be a case of, um, you know, the, 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 like the, 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 I was talking about Joshua. Joshua got to that place and the, the night was catching. Time was running out on Joshua. And Joshua said, oh, well, the sun is, I mean, the, the, the sun was going down. How, how do you reverse the sun not going down? How do you stop the sun from going down? But the man was on assignment and heaven had to delay time. Heaven has to pause time. If it need be that some things have to be suspended for all that you have to do to, 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 to be done, God will do it. God, God told the sun not to go down. The moon, stay where you are. Because somebody's on assignment and he must finish the assignment. Somebody requested that God for my sake. Time, change time. And the Bible says in the book of uh, uh, Daniel, he changes times and seasons. He changes times and seasons. I don't know the times you are going through now. I don't know the season you are going through now. But that season will not last. It wasn't long ago. There was so much cold. Now, I know in Ireland, the weather should be getting warm a little. Uh, it should be improving by now. We are going to the end of May. And the time, at the time, 4 o'clock, everybody will put on light. But right now, in May, I'm sure, maybe it's getting to 9 o'clock before you start putting on your light. The time has changed. The season has changed. The, the, the temperature has changed. So, so I'm trusting God that this heat you are feeling now, this heat, this this everything that seems to be choking you, choking around you, I see God bring relief. I see God change the season. I see God change the time. I see God turn it around because help will come for you. God is not going to leave you. God is not going to abandon you. God is not going to forsake you. He said, I will never leave nor forsake you. I see help come your way. God impressed it in my heart to tell you this morning that help is coming. You will not be stranded. You will not be stranded. You will not be taken by evil. That is not going to run out on you. Like Jacob, the, 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 the day was breaking and time was running out on him. But oh, he met, he got his desire. The angel visited him. The angel did not leave him without a blessing. He mm. got what he wanted. This morning, I may bold to speak the word of God to you that you, 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 God is going to bring fulfillment. God is going to fulfill the desires of your heart. God is going to fulfill that vision. God is going to bring his word to pass. It doesn't matter how hard. It doesn't matter the terrain. It doesn't matter the difficulty. It doesn't matter what the constitution of any country says. What God says is what is final. And God is saying the desires of the righteous are not be cut off. The desire of the righteous shall be fulfilled. God put that desire in your heart in the first place. The Bible says... The Bible says that um, it is God that walketh in all, both to will, both to will. So even the will is of God. The will of, is of God. And to do is of God. And God will not will a thing and not do it. So I am trusting God this morning. And I believe God this morning in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, 
and in the mighty name of the Holy Spirit, I pray for you this morning, my brothers, my sisters, that vision shall be fulfilled, that vision shall be accomplished, that dream shall be realized. It may look difficult, it may look tough, it may look hard, you know, but Elijah told Elisha, he said, he said, it may be tough, it may be hard, but God fulfilled his word. God brought his word to pass. He said, you, you are looking for double portion. I have one portion. You are looking for double portion. But when? You are, I can't give you double portion. But I say, God, who can give you double portion? And the man got the double portion. He got the double portion from a man who had one portion. You can see, you can see a man had one portion and he got double portion from the man that had one portion because help came from heaven. Heaven confirmed it. Heaven walked inside it. That is it. That with God, nothing shall be impossible. I am trusting God this morning. He will fulfill your joy. God will bring your agreement. God will bring your desire to pass. And God will cause his work to, to come to fruition. And you will stand and you will testify of the truth that this God that you serve he is a faithful God. Receive whatever it is that is your desire this morning. Receive manifestation. Receive manifestation. Receive the manifestation. Receive the manifestation. Receive the manifestation. Receive the manifestation. Thank you, faithful Father. Bless me, your holy name. Thank you, Father, for what you have done. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you. You can take it over. God bless you, sir. The very replenish back every virtue that has gone out of you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 We appreciate you, sir.